Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. And we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for the powerful teaching last night. We thank you, Lord, that you reveal more and more of your ways to us. You open our eyes to your truth, and you call us to live in that light and to walk by the light, to walk by the Spirit in your light. We thank you, Jesus, that you are doing a new thing every single day. So that as we understand that word, as we receive that revelation, there is an amount of darkness from our life that we will wave goodbye to and insist that it waves us goodbye once again and for all. We thank you, Lord. that you pour out rivers in the desert, that you make a way in the wilderness, even and especially in those situations where there is no way, or at least one we cannot see. We thank you, Lord, that we are alive today, that we are well, that you make provisions for our health, for our safety, a roof over our head, food on our table, work of our hands. We thank you, Jesus that you bless every member of this house. We thank you, Lord, for your mercy and for your love. That you renew for us every single day that love that is unchangeable. That no matter what we do, even when we relapse into sin, your love for us does not change. You do not go away from us. It is only we who through our actions move away from you. And this morning, Lord, we repent for all our mistakes, for our sins. Those that we have known, we confess with our heart. And even the unknown ones, the ones that we may have forgotten. Ones that we have held on to in our hearts, in our deep thoughts. For a very long time, we repent, Lord, and we renounce them in the name of Jesus. We ask for mercy and we ask for the grace to make a new beginning. So that through that renunciation, Lord, we cut off ourselves from the kingdom of heaven, break loose, and we return into your kingdom, into your house. Just like the prodigal son. And the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts, Lord, every time we come back to commune with you, every time you quicken us in our spirits, where we are one with you, we share that same peace and that joy and you invite others. To partake in it, in your secret place, in your love, in your communion. We share it with all those that are part of this prayer meeting and praying family. We share it with Christians everywhere that do not yet know you, with all those that do not want to know you. We share it also, Lord, with all those that we are lifting up at our altar of prayer. And with those that have no one to pray for them. We offer our faith to stand in that gap, Lord. And we call on your name. The name of our maker the name of our creator, the one who dwells in the midst of the cherubims, the one who is high and lofty and inhabits eternity, the one who is faithful and will always complete every good work that he has started in us. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the word himself that became flesh and dwelt amongst us and now by his spirit dwells within us so that we are able to speak that word knowing that what we speak is spirit 
and his truth. And when we speak that spirit, then his spirit moves and hovers over that situation. It takes that word to bring it into manifestation. When we release the substance of faith, we thank you, Lord. And we pray in the name of your spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of light, the one who reveals the deep and secret things of the Father to us, the only one that is authorized to search the archives of the Father, so that when he opens up our wisdom and he pours in his understanding, then we are able to walk in that wisdom, we are able to walk in the ways of the Father. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit and the gift of prayer, where we can commune with you, but you also give us the authority, the position and the wisdom to speak your word, which is your will, which is your law. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with the gift of angels and destiny helpers as well to fill in all our gaps, to assist us in our times of need. You have blessed us with every physical provision that we need and every spiritual gift in heavenlies so that we might walk in abundance and we might stand in dominion over this realm that you have given us, Lord, as an inheritance. Just as Psalm 115 or 16 says, we thank you, Jesus. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make, as well as every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by the precious blood of Jesus. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will for each of these lives, Lord. I call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters and spiritual attacks. I command that angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. We also herald the power in our spoken word. As we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth this day. And we declare that it will not return to us empty, but will achieve the purpose for which we sent it. It will fulfill and accomplish all that we desire when we send it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for the power of life on our tongue. Thank you for the discernment to choose life every time we speak. Thank you, Jesus. Today, I'd like us to reflect on worship. What does worship mean to you when you say, I worship God? What are you really doing? We often listen to songs or hymns of praise and we sing. But what really is the underlying message that you are relaying there to God? Out of your singing, out of your praising, maybe you're thanking and glorifying as well. Is it just that? 
Is it just praising, thanking and glorifying him? In Matthew 15 verse 8, Jesus said, These people draw near to me with their mouth and honor me with their lips. But their heart is far from me. So worship is not about singing or praising. Worship is about the heart. So it is when you reflect on your relationship with God and then you express your love and your affections for Him. It is an overflow of what is in your heart towards God that constitutes your worship. So the next time we sing, we need to reflect on this. What is my singing conveying to him? Is it that communion, that oneness in the spirit with him? And that's what it should be. So what is true worship then? And it is covered in the greatest commandment that is given to us. And that is the philosophy also of Jesus' life. Where he said, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, and with all your strength. So love the God, love the Lord your God with all your heart, meaning with your spirit. This heart is interchangeable with spirit. Love him with all your mind, which is your soul as well. That is the seat of your intellect, your emotions all your thoughts and the last is love him with all your strength that is your body, your physical capacity, your flesh. So in this commandment we are told to love God with your body, your soul and your spirit all entirety. Love him with everything that you have. And how do we demonstrate that love to him? Through our reverence for Him. And reverence is perfected through obedience. When you love Him, you will listen to Him, you will follow His instructions and only do what pleases Him. Never do what hurts Him or do anything to displease Him. Please. When Abraham took his son Isaac to sacrifice him on the mountain, following God's instruction. Look at what scripture says there in Genesis 22 verse 5. He, that is Abraham, said to his servants, stay here after they had reached the place. He said, stay here with the donkey while I and the boy go over there. We will worship and then we will come back to you. What was he really going to do? To sacrifice his son. And yet look at his words. His words said, we will worship. So what is worship then? Worship is obedience to God's instruction. You cannot have reverence and then be disobedient. It doesn't go together. So obedience is the ultimate form of worship. Jesus connects love. Now we started off with love and we're ending with obedience and we're calling it worship. Now Jesus connects both of these together in John 14 verse 15 where he said, 
if you love me keep my commandments or if you love me obey my commandments so are you seeing the link then between them between love and obedience if you love god obey his instruction that is his word and what it says you do it jesus himself demonstrated that kind of worship of the father in his life as a man let's look at scriptures on this he loved the father to the extent that he couldn't bear separation on the cross he said my god my god why have you forsaken me why have you left me he was heartbroken from separation of the father or separation from the father he also demonstrated his love through obedience he said in john 5 verse 19 i can do nothing of my own i only do what i see the father do and that obedience was perfected in that he even went to his death on the cross and did not complain he only prayed father if this cup cannot take away then let your will be done and grant me the strength to do it obedient even unto death you can see that in philippians 2 verse 8 and that is why his name is exalted above every other name because of that ultimate example of obedience how when we stand with that kind of obedience god exalts us as well now what would you and i be saying if our earthly father were to come to us and say you are to die today what would you be saying we'd probably turn back to him and say get behind me satan you are not my father go away now we probably run far from him but jesus was obedient unto death and so romans 12 verse 1 says therefore i urge you brothers and sisters in view of god's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice holy and pleasing to god when you say holy and pleasing to god which means it is counted as your reverence to him and then it says that is your true and proper worship the king james version and the amplified version calls it your reasonable worship so that is your true and proper worship your reasonable worship that is it is only fair enough by all logical and rational standards that you should offer yourself as a living sacrifice before god obeying all that he instructs you to do so what does living sacrifice mean you revere god and you love him so you hate what he hates and you love what he loves now obviously he loves holiness and he hates sin so whatever was an attraction of sin that would captivate you in the flesh in the past you will brush aside that temptation and that tendency to sin you will happily forego it and sacrifice it that is sacrifice the desires of the flesh in favor of what god wants you to do because the flesh by nature is sin so you sacrifice that fleshly nature in favor of what god wants you to do what his word says you should be doing so there you are demonstrating obedience and because 
It is our nature, our tendency in the flesh. That is why he calls it sacrifice and living. It's not a burnt offering where you offer yourself as a dead item on the altar. But we live that sacrifice knowing that we are doing it for him and out of love for our father. You present your body and your mind to do the will of God. Knowing that you belong to him because you have been purchased by him. But more importantly, knowing that whatever he instructs you is for your own good. It's for a life in the spirit that he has called you to. It's for your own good just as a father teaches his son. He teaches you. And so you do it because you trust your father and you love your father. So now when you pray the Lord's Prayer and you say, your kingdom come and your will be done. Remember, uh, in life in the flesh will always be my kingdom come and my will be done. It's all what I want. But now when you are presenting yourself as a living sacrifice, you are saying, I want to do what you permit and what is in line with your instruction and your direction. So your kingdom come and your will be done. That is your will, but your kingdom is I come in obedience under your rule, under your instruction. What you say, that will I do. That is your reverence for him. It is your obedience to come under his rule. So that line of prayer, when you pray it, now with this understanding of worship, you can say that it actually constitutes your worship of God. You love him. And you obey him. You want to. Out of your will. So your kingdom come. I hope this is blessing you. The next time we get into worship mode. We need to look at not only our singing. And connecting with our heart with him. But worship is not. And worship is not just limited to. Whatever time you put. With that worship music. But it is your other actions also. That will follow after that. Your obedience throughout the day based on what his word tells you and what his spirit says you should be doing. That completes your worship of God. Praise God. Father, I ask for that edification and understanding of worship so that then we connect with you and we operate in our lives in the spirit remembering that everything that we do will constitute that worship to you. I ask for that edification in our spirit this day. As we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray, Lord, for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Those that are hospitalized will undergo any kind of procedures this day. We pray, Lord, for all families that are embattled, that are facing division and separation. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, especially that of prayerlessness, busyness, ignorance, poverty. We pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends, especially those that are not yet saved. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. 
as we release our faith and our prayer, making this a prayer of agreement with each other in the spirit. We believe that we receive, Lord. We believe that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, release your tongue and your faith. Ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Get it, 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 get it,
scripture that was put on my heart this morning is from Colossians 3 verse 17 and whatever you do in word or deed do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God the Father through him amen thank you Jesus amen thank you Jesus You are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savio's powerful daily reflections, a daily divine mercy and the rosary sessions, as well as the Friday Bible study sessions. Please share links with friends and family and invite them to join. You can also point them to the recordings that are available on our YouTube or our Spotify podcast. And you can share a link to the Telegram group with them as well so that they can join and be part of this prayer group, share their prayer requests. Others will pray with them, but also be enriched in the word and let their prayer life as well improve so they might see answered prayer. And let the mercy and the grace, the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us. In the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, a great weekend ahead, everyone. Thank you, Thank you Russell. God bless, God bless everyone. everyone.